from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. We are off and running, unlike Christian McCaffrey, here on the Nightcap. That is Sean King, Super Bowl champion, Tulane Green Wave great. I am Tim Murray. Seven to six, early third quarter. Panthers leading the Texans. <sighs> Sweating a little bit. A lot, not well, a little bit. You took the you took the Jeez. entire game. I just need them to basically, well, I need them to win by two points. They're winning by one right hey. now. I have them in a two-leg teaser. You took them out right here. And Christian McCaffrey out for the game with a hamstring injury. And before, we're going to dive into that in just a moment. But let's just get you... Uh, Let's just set the stage because Conan O'Brien used to always joke when he opened his show that, you know, he'd laugh and say, we have a great show tonight. You know, some shows aren't that great, but tonight's a great show. Right. Tonight is a great show. Right. There's a gentleman joining us in less than 15 minutes. I mean, I had to work hard to get him. (laughs) (laughs) Hall of Famer, Warren yeah. Sapp, yeah. going to join the program. What are we going to talk to Big 99. 99 about? A little football. Yeah, a little He's football. out in L.A., see what's going on in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So your former teammate, a Super Bowl champ, a gentleman who owns a nice jacket uh, yeah. and a, a bust in Canton, Ohio, he of, will join us. Of the gold color. He will join us in just a little bit. The Bear, Chris Felica, who will be... Uh, they're in Chicago, as will I, later on uh, in uh, this weekend from College Game Day. He will join us later on in this hour, get his thoughts on the college football slate. And then the Ryder Cup starts tomorrow, and our good friend Steve Sands is going to join the show in the second hour. So we got a lot going on. We do. A lot going on. Fired but that's up. what they expect. 
expect on a nightcap, so we're just delivering. Well, and I'm just saying, you know, turn the volume down on Panthers, Texans. Look, you know, I like Joe Buck. I like Troy Aikman. They're good, but come on. Yeah. I mean, come on. Plus, they're not us. Plus, it's bad football that's being exactly. presented tonight. Exactly. Look, if we, you know, we're not going to put out Warren, Sh- uh, Warren Sapp and Chris Felica on a day that, you know, the Buccaneers are playing the Cowboys. It's the Texans and Panthers. I think the NFL set the bar too high. They did. I mean, we got that tremendous opening Thursday night game, and it's just kind of sliding down the Ooh. wrong way on the hill well, since. I mean, think about it. Monday night, the first Monday night no, game. No, just talking Vegas about the Thursday day, the standalone oh. Thursday game. I mean, even last Thursday, we said it wasn't the prettiest. It was competitive. All right. Giants and Washington. Yeah, that was bad football. Too. This is worse. and This uh, is sort of like the same thing. It's just one team has more expectations than the Panthers. Yeah, so 2-0 Carolina. Uh, they went off as eight and a half point favorites in some spots, and right now on the live line, folks, it is three and a half in favor of the Carolina Panthers. And the big news, and if you're a prop bet player, uh, if you're a fantasy owner of Christian McCaffrey, yeesh, and that is, I mean, he is, and and you talked about what he what he is as a talent, and we all know, but you even know a little bit more. Uh, having that internship with the Panthers, seeing him up close and personal. I mean, what he brings to the table and to see him go out again with an injury, it's just, it's, you, you, you hope for the best, but you fear for the worst because what, what worries me, Sean, is that they ruled him out quickly. It was yeah. not, it was out hamstring, and that makes me worried. Yeah. I just, you just hope it's not a severe hamstring strain. You know, the funny thing with those injuries is the only thing that heals them is time. I mean, you can do all the proper treatments and maybe facilitate it healing slightly faster, but until it's healed, it's not. So it's unfortunate, especially considering last year, you know, he suffered a season-ending injury. I know how hard he worked to get back. But, hey, it's the game of football. Now, Chuba Hubbard, who they drafted, he has to step up and, and fill those shoes. That's just how this, this league works. What have you made so far of the play of Davis Mills? Davis Mills making his first career start. Um, and right now, you know, he led the Texans down the field at the end of the uh, at the end of the first half. Got that late score. They missed the extra point. Right now, Davis Mills, twelve of 16, 99 yards. Been sacked a couple times. One touchdown pass. That touchdown pass coming to Anthony Miller. Uh, a couple big plays to Brandon Cooks, who is actually quietly been having a pretty solid season down there in Houston. But we had a lot of questions. Um, you weren't expecting all that much from Davis Mills. Has he exceeded your expectations, kind of met your expectations? What have you seen well, so far? Well, I think Carolina let him off the hook. I mean, Carolina had a chance to put this game away in the first quarter, and yep. they didn't take advantage of Went it. Went for it on fourth yeah, and one. and all of a sudden now it's 7-0, and they have the ball with, with three minutes left in the first half, and a couple blown coverages later, and it's touchdown Houston. So I think he's done a good job of maintaining composure, I think he's done a good job of identifying when Carolina has just completely busted coverages. Like on the goal line, they have three people covering the flat. No one's covering Anthony Miller, who's wide open in the end zone. You're in two-minute defense. You're playing cover two. The corner gives up the corner route behind him, trying to be too aggressive on the short flat route throw. So rookie mistakes that that Carolina defense has made, they've had – I want to say seems like 116 penalties so far in the game. I mean, guys, can the defensive line get lined up? So I know Matt Rule is going to be extremely frustrated Seven and upset. Seven penalties already. For... You know, because these are unforced errors as well. You know, these are penalties that they're 
just doing by not being having attention to detail. And listen, success is one of the hardest things in life to handle. So here you have a team that hasn't had a lot of recency uh, when it comes to the success aspect of playing this game. They have it. Obviously, it doesn't seem like they were as dialed in and locked in as they had been before. Sam Darnold, all of a sudden, looks like a guy that's going to turn the ball over a lot. You know, holding the ball too long in the pocket, a couple fumbles that Houston almost recovered that could have, you know, Carolina trailing. So it'll be interesting. Can they go ahead and finish the game strong? But they played a sloppy game of football. 7-6 right now. We just had a break in the action down there at NRG Stadium. Uh, J.C. Horn was out and, and hurt on the play. So, man, you talk about the Panthers and whew, you're losing. You already lost Christian McCaffrey. Uh, hopefully this isn't a serious situation with J.C. Horn, who is on the sidelines right now. And we'll see if Houston, they're going to try to take some shots here uh, deep down the field. Uh, right now at this moment, Carolina minus three and a half at DraftKings on the live line. Uh, and if you like the Texans, plus 200. On the money line, so those odds are going to change. We're we're watching the replay of J.C. Horn and uh, and what happened on that one. Looks like just is he grabbing his ankle? I don't. Not putting any weight on his yeah, right he knew immediately ankle. Immediately, something was wrong. Oh, so that's geez. not good. That's not immediately. He pointed down to his ankle. It looks like in a ton of pain. No weight on that right ankle. And you know, for a team that. When we did our overreactions, uh, you you felt like this Carolina team, the way that they played weeks one and two uh, with with dudes all over the field, they had an opportunity to do something. And and look, you know, we'll see how severe uh, Christian yeah, McCaffrey's injuries, injuries. They still JC have the same JC talent Horn. that had me bullish on them. And I think this is a learning experience. If they can figure out how to get back on the plane with a victory, because right now I think that's a 50-50, but they'll learn from this game. Like, this is a tough league. I remember... We sat here, and ad nauseum, I said the Houston Texans are more talented and a better football team yep. than people think. And I think you're seeing that tonight. Like, they have good players. They're getting after it defensively. Yeah, they are. They're playing hard. You know, testament to Coach Cullen and what he's been able to do since he got there. He came with not a lot of fanfare. Not a lot of people even knew who he was. But <laughs> yeah. it seems like, you know, he's, he's not bad as a head coach because he has a group overachieving. And, and that's something special considering that uh, Tyrod Taylor was not available. Uh, seven to six right now. Texans going to punt this ball away. They are on the uh, in Panthers territory, just kind of in that no man's land situation. Uh, fourth and four right you now. Think so you check to make sure it's fourth down. <laughs> There's a penalty. I think it, they're going to push it back a little bit, give their punter a little bit more room uh, to move there. You know, it's funny. Uh, our good friend Brad Evans, the prop king, uh, he has just been crushing it. Props to him, no pun intended, uh, how the season has been going. And his favorite prop play for this particular game was Davis Mills under 34.5 yards longest completion. for his longest completion. Yeah. And right before the half, me and Aaron Oster, our producer, are sitting here, and he fires one to Brandon Cooks. And there's no one around him, but it was late in the half, and he, he grabs it, he gets out of bounds, 32 yards. <laughs> so he's sweating that one out, uh, but right now still uh, still good to go. That longest reception uh, is uh, is still intact. It was actually 30 yards, so that was the longest reception. But, yeah, right now if you played any of the prop bets, you know, once again, uh, it's unfortunate, uh, you know, more so when you think about, the health of him, and you want him to be back on the field. But if you played any Christian McCaffrey props, you, you lost. Uh, seven carries, 31 yards, uh, had two receptions, nine yards. I know he was high on uh, Mark Ingram, over nine and a half carries. How many carries does Ingram Four. have? Four. Okay. Yeah. Philip Lindsay's actually gotten seven carries for all of 
five yards. yards. Yeah. Uh, so this has been, if you played the under, this has been a dead under Facts. game. You're yeah. looking at right now, Sean, on the live line, a 30 and a half total. <laughs> this is this is 43 you know, or something before the game the nfl yeah. you know everyone's got to be on thursday night football and uh this is what you get sometimes <laughs> you get the early your early season games the nfl network only and this is what you get so you know last week it was uh washington and the giants a little sloppy but competitive comes down to that field goal some points not so much but you know for our sake now i have the panthers starting a teaser at minus one and a half, going to the Browns at minus one. You laid the eight mm-hmm. with the Carolina Panthers, so we need a touchdown here we do. to get at least to that push, that extra point maybe looming large. Real quickly before we hit a break and welcome in Warren Sapp, Hall of Famer. 9-9, QB killer. Just want to let people know that Marshall is up 30-21 to as seven-point dogs. It's early. Took them early in the uh, week, seven and a half. Calm down, don't hey. jinx it. Don't jinx it. I like where we are. Warren Sapp, Hall of Famer, Sean King's former teammate, Super Bowl winner, one of the all-time greats. He's going to join us next right here on the Nightcap. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, 7-6. Panthers leading the Texans. J.C. Horn being carted to the locker room. Not ideal. But it hasn't been. It's been kind of a boring night of football. And uh, that's why we say, you know, I need to turn on the nightcap. And I just need to toss it over to my partner, 
Sean King to bring on a very special guest. Absolutely. The most talented and disruptive defensive player that I've ever played with or against. Got 13 years in the National Football League, seven Pro Bowls, four times named first team All-Pro, delivered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers their first Super Bowl championship. In 2013, he was inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. The best player I've ever played with. Welcome to the show, formerly known as the QB Killer, Warren Sapp. Hey, what up there, King? What's good, baby? What's going on, big dog? Hey, man, I'm out in L.A. right now waiting for my Buccaneers to get to town and light up the scoreboard. So how are you loving being able to watch Thursday night football? It's almost in the fourth quarter, and it's only 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, dog? The whole thing about beautiful about L.A., when you get finished with football, you still got the rest of the night. You can do this on Monday night. You can do this on Sunday night. I mean, you Thursday night. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing the way you can just watch football and still have a whole evening to go enjoy yourself. Well, Sal, let's get right into it because you said you're in L.A., the Bucks and the Rams. When the season started, everybody thought that these two teams were on a collision course to see who's going to represent the NFC in this year's Super Bowl. Both undefeated. Rams actually a slight home dog at their home field. Tell me about your evaluation so far of both teams coming into this game. Well, you got to love what the Rams are doing when they went out and got Matthew Stafford. So now Sean McVay can be as innovative as he wants to with that offensive scheme. And we know what they possess on the other side of the ball. Two nines like Warren Sapp. That boy Aaron Donald is, <laughs> is a handful and a nightmare every Sunday or any time he lines up. So, you know, the Bucks got to be on their game, keep Tom Brady protected, and if we protect him, we'll be fine. Question. Tampa, a lot of money invested on that defensive front. Through two games, teams have attempted 94 passes, yet that front has only had two sacks. Is it lack of effort? Is it scheme? Is it just bad luck? What's Tampa's reason for not being able to get a more consistent pass rush through the first two games? I have no idea, and I would like them to solve it very fast because I don't like no quarterback coming into Raymond James being as clean as the last two quarterbacks that have been there have been. And you're talking about Matt Ryan and Dak Prescott. And we're talking about if we're going to leave this boy clean and so far, it's going to be a nightmare on the back end because they have some weapons. And if you give this man time, we are going to be able to track me. And I ain't seen a lot of, you know, 12-cylinder v eight or v eight or 12-cylinders in Tampa. There's a lot of six cylinders and four cylinders back there. <laughs> hey man, we don't want to get in a foot race with these boys. No doubt about that. We got we got to rest the pass. We Talk. Got to rest the pass. Chat with Warren Sapp, Sean King's former teammate, Super Bowl champ, Hall of Famer, and you know Warren, you mentioned number ninety nine who will be lining up against the Buccaneers. And last weekend, he went up against Quentin Nelson and said, "You know what? I don't really like this. I'm just going to go to the other side of the field and." <laughs> I'm going to go wreak havoc on Carson Wentz. So, you know, if you're uh, Byron Leftwich, what what are you doing all week to try to figure out a way to not have Aaron Donald just completely disrupt uh, what you want to do offensively? You got to limit the one-on-one opportunities that he gets a football game. No one man is going to have him one-on-one. I mean, it's just it's not going to happen. And you you got to be on time. You got to get the ball out of your hand. And, we got one of the greatest men that's ever been a play caller or trigger puller in the National Football League. Tom understands what's going on. <laughs> and we got to get that screen game going. We get that screen game going because the Rams are the first team I've ever seen four guys run to the quarterback and don't even think about playing screen. 
Sapp, you're one of only 12 defensive players in NFL history to make a Pro Bowl, be named Defensive Player of the Year, and win a Super Bowl. So looking at the Defensive Player of the Year race, I know there were some names that jumped out coming into the year. Based on what you've seen so far, I know it's early. Who do you think is the front runner currently, and who's kind of your dark horse candidate that's going to pick up steam? Well, the front runner is Ando. I mean, when you're talking about the most disruptive defensive tackle in the game and the amount of chances he's going to get with that offense that he has on the other side, the way they're scoring points and going them down the field, he's my number one choice. But right now, the the, the early horse for me is Chandler Jones. Oh, my goodness. Mm. But Chandler did in that football game against the Titans. Every defense lineman should sit down and watch it. And my dog horse is Max. Max Crosby. If Max Crosby continue to hunt that quarterback like he has the first two weeks of the season, King, we're going to be looking at a 19-point-sack season from that young man. If Max is around those numbers, no one can deny him defensive player of the year. If football don't work, Max could be a, a weightlift, a strength, a bigger bodybuilder lifter because, I mean, he is built the right way now. He get off the plane. They like, whoa, homie. <laughs> One of the wild wrestlers we see up there, because you know he got boy. That boy is something. Oh, he's special. So mean, mobile, hostile. I love it. So move to the nation's capital for a second, because this was a defense coming into the year. Everybody talked about the Washington football team and Chase Young and Sweat and those guys. And through two weeks, they haven't been nearly as dominant. What do they need to do to get that fixed? Uh, you know what? Whenever you have young players and you put a lot of expectations on them, all of a sudden it becomes an individual thing. And I've learned this from, you know, my experiences in the 13 years I played in this game. We got to hunt together. The lone wolf dies alone. I mean, we got to hunt together. We are a pack, and we got to hunt together. And if we ain't hunt together, then they lost their quarterback early. And whenever you lose your quarterback, that always puts a little more added pressure on the defense to go out and perform well. So they got a lot of things going on right now, but – Hey, when they get the, I know one thing, sacks and turnovers come in bunches. Whenever you get them going, you better keep them going. Talk once again to Warren Sapp, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champ. And, you know, Warren, I'm, I'm sure, I know you spent some time with the Raiders at the end of your career, but you're a buck through and through. Uh, and watching this team, and we talked about it yesterday, Tom Brady, and just what he has done so far and defying all logic at 44 years old. And, and it just feels like, Warren, that, that Bruce Arians has just said, go get it. You know, you got all these weapons, go after it. Do you think Tom Brady right now, from what you've seen early on in this season, has that fire in his eye to just prove everybody wrong and, and to go after MVP? Because I thought about putting in a little something on him, 8-1, to one, uh, to win MVP this year. That's going to be hard. Because the NFL that we play now is such a wide-open game, and Bruce and Tom are going to be smart about how they go up and down and attack people because – I mean, he's no spring chicken. He knows that. And the weapons he has around him are going to allow him to do some other, do some things that he's never done before. And the thing that Bruce really did was allow him to coach and to get into it and to be with the players and, you know, have an input into it. That's the one thing he didn't have with Belichick. Whenever you have something new like that, 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 that energizes you. That takes you to a whole new level because now the game ain't just me showing up to work doing what I do. It's now I actually have some input in it. And when you got input, Ain't nothing like that, baby. That's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, I, I was just about to transition to that. I was like, Sat, what can Green Bay learn from how Bruce Arians has handled the Bucks organization oh, oh. since he got there? Oh, King, let's, let's break this down. 
there was a three-time MVP Super Bowl quarterback before Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And what happened to him? Joe Montana won four Super Bowls in uh, San Francisco. And what happened to him? Peyton Manning was everything. You didn't even know who the backup was in Indianapolis. Peyton Manning played so much in Indianapolis. But he got shipped out of there. I won Defensive Player of the Year. Took the Bucks to the uh, NFC Championship game. We put a stranglehold with you as a rookie quarterback. Put a stranglehold on them, and they took the catch from us with Bertie Manuel and sent us a ladder. And you know who the Bucks picked with the 13th pick the next year in the draft? <laughs> and McFarlane. Yeah. You know what I told Anthony McFarlane? I ain't not going to go in Rich McKay's office and yell at Rich McKay, what you doing? You done pick my backup. Get me out of here. I looked at McFarlane. I said, son, you can play beside me, but you'll never play in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> out real quick we got one minute left Deshaun Watson but just because the Texans are on Thursday night football do you expect him to play this year if not when do you expect Deshaun Watson to play again in this league uh 2022 next year they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna find some kind of way to ship him and let everything calm down and then find a team and we'll watch Houdini at quarterback again because it's a damn shame that we watching David Mills I don't even know who this is who the hell is Bill? Are you kidding me, right? Man, I remember we had uh, who was that boy from San Francisco that showed up on the scene? Mullins or something like that? Nick yeah, Mullins. Nick Mullins. Yeah, Nick Mullins. He's now uh, I don't know, I don't even know where Philadelphia maybe right now. Hey Warren, uh, enjoy the game this weekend, and we really appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you, thank you, and anytime y'all got the number, hit me up, and don't have no potential spam on that. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Hall of Famer and Sean King's former uh, teammate, Warren Sapp. We got a touchdown. Tell you everything you need to know about Thursday night football right after this here on the Nightcap. The Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. this football season your best sports betting season ever start your vsin free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts including 24 7 video streaming daily best bet emails betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game plus full access to vsin.com data and analysis you get everything vsin has to offer for only 22 dollars a month sign up vsin.com backslash subscribe how about that? A little Hall of Famer for yeah, you man. on a Thursday night. Uh, I, I take all the credit for booking that guest. 100% all the credit. But, See, uh, you know, we're a team, so that's why we come together. And I, If you listen closely, <laughs> he said the lone wolf starves. Yeah. We got a hunt as a pack. See, me and you, we're, we're, we're together. So if you get the guess, <laughs> it's the nightcap got the guess. If That's I right. get the guess, it's the nightcap got the guess. Well, that was great. Warren yeah. Sapp, awesome having him on uh, and uh, some great insight. And some, I, I thought some really good thoughts. Hearing you, know, hearing you talk about quarterbacks is, you know, I just sit back and like, you know, it's a different level. And then hearing Warren Sapp talk about defensive players yeah, yeah. And, and what he sees. Obvi- you know, it, it's so... I think that the commoner, like myself, 
you look at Aaron Donald, like that guy's a beast. And then every every player you hear talk about, former, current, just talk about. But hear him talk about Max Crosby was interesting yeah. too. I mean, he has been playing at, a, at an incredible level, but to hear him talk about Max Crosby was something. Hulk Hogan. I mean, <laughs> Max makes the uniform look good, right? So if you're going to put like a Raider somewhere on a billboard, it probably needs to be Max. <laughs> hear that, Las Vegas? Um, 14 to 6. Let's get you updated on Thursday Night Football. Uh, the Panthers went right down the field. And how about this? Joe Brady being Joe Brady, Tommy Tremble. End around for a touchdown on first and goal from the seven makes it fourteen to six. So right now you got it at eight. Yes, I got the uh, I have a teaser uh, starting with the Panthers. I got that at one and a half. So right now you're at a push situation. Are you serious? What's that? You're not going to give your Notre Dame alum any love? You know, just uh, I mean they are super high on Tommy Trimble there. He is a. Yeah, they are super high on him. When he left, I. I mean, I get it. Look, go get your money, man. And he was a they have big plans for a him. Mack truck. Yes. So what? I mean, you know what? I want to go back because I the fact that you are with this team, mm-hmm. you know, during OTAs, Tommy Tremble is his hands need to get better, but he's a great athlete, and he lo- he is as a <laughs> as a good friend of mine. Doc Walker, who is on the Washington football team and, you know, the Hogs and all that and has been on the D.C., he would just yell, he just yells violence when people hit hard. I and mean, that's what Tommy Tremble is. He loves hitting dudes. Yeah, and, you know, he's he got some athleticism, he, too. He's super athletic. He's a big kid for a young kid. You know, of course, he was a deer in the headlights then. You yeah. know, <laughs> a lot of words in those plays, a lot of plays <laughs> with a lot of words, you know, trying to get figured Figure out how to line up, where to line up, when to motion, how far to motion, when to stop. Pass protection is always changing. Mm-hmm. But when when he knew what he was doing, you can see the talent. You know, they have two veteran tight ends there in front of him, so it's not like, you know, he's going to get exposed until he really knows what he's doing. But they think very highly of him, and I think his future is big there in, in uh, Carolina. Yeah, he is, uh, you know, when he opted to go pro, I think some eyebrows were like, I don't know, but then you listen to the evaluators you know the Dane Bruglers and folk and people like that, and they're like, "This dude is has got incredible talent. Uh, he's he's a rising star. He's young, and he likes to hit." I mean, let, let, let me pose a question to you. Or actually, it's just an opinion. Yeah, I'm shocked more guys don't declare for the draft early, simply because with the slotted pay scale, mm-hmm. it's almost like the NBA now. You're better off just going ahead and getting in and getting towards that second contract because of the slotting. You know, for the uh, for the draft now. Back when the NFL draft was a free for all, and it was based on uh, escalation from the previous year, I get it. But now, I mean, you already know what you're going to get. And if you're, and I'll say this: as we head to the end of the third quarter, fourteen to six, Panthers have the ball, leading fourteen to six. If you're wondering, Tommy Tremble to score a touchdown was fourteen to one today. Uh, so you're. I'm surprised he made the list. I, yeah, I'm surprised it was it was not even longer than that. It would have, took, it would have taken me a long time yeah. to get to. Tommy and he Trimble. ran it in. Right. I mean, there's no odds right. on that one. Uh, but to answer your question, it's I, I agree. I mean, the only really the only position, I would say there's two. I think quarterback for one, mm-hmm. unless you're Trevor Lawrence, gotta leave, right? If you're if you're an obvious go, but I think a guy like Davis Mills now. He's starting in the NFL, and he's getting paid a whole hell of a lot of money. But 
Could he have taken his game to the next level and potentially been the number but one overall But he's not pick? really making a lot of money right. from the position that he plays. And he could have yeah. stayed and gone up and been a top ten So, pick. So the way the, 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 the rookie contracts work, unless you're a first-round pick, all your money is going to be in your signing bonus, and then you're really making the minimum salary. Right. You know, so he's a third-round pick. Of course, right. you know, that's great money. You're a seventh-round pick, you sure. know, but – Relative to the elite quarterbacks who are making and then you think thirty of, a year, thirty three, forty a year, it, it's peanuts. And you think about the maturation of quarterbacks. Another year in college, you're the guy. You get a full season. He only played thirteen games, and he could pretend. And, and a year that it feels like it's wide open, right? I talked about Malik Willis from Liberty, Spencer Rattler, Matt Corral. It's it's a question mark. You, he came out in a in a draft where you pretty much knew five dudes were going in the first round. Yeah. So, but again, he had played so sparingly in college. Right. What was the benefit to come back? So to well, me, I guess the benefit to come back was a full season of tape. Unless, unless I don't know. I yeah. mean, I would think a full season of tape, and then he could go in the first round. If, if obviously he had good information, right? And, and he ended t- up going right, in the third round, right? Which is great. Right. right. So someone was telling him the right information there. There are enough teams that think highly enough of you that if you come out, yeah, you won't go in the first round because of these guys, but you'll be a second to fourth round pick. And to me, that's worth it because going back to Stanford, I mean, what are they going to finish? Middle of the pack in the Pac-12? You know, he's not close to accomplishing any singular records at the university. Like, to me, you come back for legacy. But could he have, with the quarterbacks that are out there, could he have jumped all of them and been the top quarterback in this class? In this Come upcoming on. draft. Right. You just don't know. He had done nothing in college yet that says he was going to go throw for 40 touchdowns and six picks. Sure. You know, and again. And some guys. And, 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 look, and again, because I want to be clear on this point, too. You come back to college when you have a draftable grade, in my opinion, for legacy or championships. If you have a, okay, let's just say you're a quarterback, you're a three-year starter. People are saying if you leave, you'll be a second to fourth round pick. But if you stay, you're probably going the first round. But you're also 1,800 yards from being the all-time passing leader at the university. You're 11 touchdown pass from being the all-time passing touchdown guy at the university. To me, you go back for those reasons because that's legacy. Like You may not appreciate it now, but once you get 40, 41, 42, and you go back to that university and they're putting you into their ring of honor, and they say Tim Murray, the all-time assist leader at Woodabacon High in East Rutherford, uh, Maryland. We ain't even going to get East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> East Rutherford, Maryland. Just making up places. I'm just saying, yeah. but like that, that matters on the back end. So if you, can, if you have those milestones within reach, I think you go back if you don't leave. And I, a lot of people just want to get out of college and make a lot of money. Yeah, and for, for good players, college is fun. Yeah, especially now with the NILs. Oh, I think oh, I'm, yeah. I'm very curious about the NIL moving forward. 14 to 6, by the way, inside I, the 10 yard line. I was Panthers. trying to see did I have any eligibility left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you, we can like get J.R. Smith. Hey, I know we can get a King Cake sponsorship or something. Easy. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, we, could, we, could, we could figure out a way to get you on a basketball team somewhere. Now, and I probably need to golf. Yeah, like yeah. J.R. Smith. Yeah, I probably, down at yeah. NCAA. Yeah, I probably have to golf or something. That's all right. Yeah, you can make that happen. We get some sponsorships. I, I couldn't do anything. What am I gonna do? Security, you know. Security. Yeah, the cafeteria needs someone to guard the door. Look, I was thinking maybe I could get on a team somewhere, but make no, sure no one gets we in go, without we, their I ID. Guess we, I guess we could go the security <laughs> route. That's that's cool. Um, 
Man. <laughs> you set yourself up for that. Right to the heart. Ah, uh, 14 to 6. Tommy Tremble, 30-yard reception. Look at this. Hey, I'm telling Coming you. Coming out party for and, Tommy and, Tremble, baby. And, and watch the brilliance of Matt Rule. What better way to get a young kid who hasn't really been involved the first two weeks locked back in, locked back in moving forward? You give him a reverse, you throw him a ball, and all of a sudden he's like, okay, okay, let me pay a little more attention. Let me get in the playbook a little more because Matt knows that he can help them. You know, he can create some sets with Arnold, you know, where they have two dynamic tight ends that can push the ball vertically, vertically down the field. You know, when you have McCaffrey, hopefully he'll be back soon. That presents problems for defenses. You know, Matt Rule is one of the underrated coaches in that league. I mean, he is an outstanding head coach. And good news for you. Knocking on the doorstep here, 14-6. to 6. Uh-oh, DJ Moore's left. Oh, boy. Man. Christian McCaffrey out. Uh, J.C. Horn ruled out for the game. But the Panthers knocking on the doorstep. They're inside the five-yard line. Fourth and one, they call in timeout. So we'll get you updated on that. Also, the good guests keep on coming. Chris Felica, the Bear, will join us next. Talk some college football right here on the Nightcap. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside former Tulane Green Wave great 10th in the Heisman Trophy in 1998. 
and also backer of the Carolina Panthers, minus eight. So an important field goal. Shout out to Matt Rule for doing the right thing. <laughs> I'm sitting here yelling at the TV like they're about to go for it on fourth and one. Like, come on, Matt. You got to know what the spread is, bro. Good uh, teams win. Great teams win and cover. Just great teams cover because uh, we're hoping Marshall can just cover. Uh, we got the seven and a half. That hook, uh, we'll see. I think Marshall's missed a chippy of a field goal. So well, App State driving here down in Boone. But it's all right. Up by two, we're okay. App State can score. Go Mountaineers. You can win this game. Just let Marshall cover. All right, let's stick with the college theme and bring in Chris Felica. The Bear. You, you will see him in Chicago. Maybe I'll be doing jumping jacks in the background. Hey, look at me. Chris, just ignore him. Just ignore him, I'll Chris. be there. I'll be there. Uh, but the Bear, you'll see him on college game day. Listen to him each and every week with Stanford Steve, our guy, Stanford Steve and the Bear, the podcast. Chris, always a pleasure. Uh, appreciate you jumping on. And let's start with the game that you'll be, I guess you won't be at. You'll just be there for college game day. Uh, but this is a, a fascinating game. And a, I would say a bit of a an interesting line uh, because I, it, it just everyone out there is like, oh, you got to take the points. You got to take the points. So I, I'm nervous about that as a Notre Dame fan. Uh, but now you've started to see this total plummet. I jumped on it at 47 and a half. It's now down to 45. And I... I'm not surprised by that because this, to me, Chris, has 23 to 13, 23 to 17 written all over it. Yeah, I think 24 points is a very reasonable number to expect the winner of this game to score. And, yeah, I don't feel comfortable taking the six and a half with Notre Dame. I don't feel comfortable playing the six and a half with Wisconsin. I think both offenses uh, have some problems. Obviously, Notre Dame's offensive line has suffered a ton of injuries, and they're really struggling to, to run the football right now. And if you give Jimmy Leonard and that Wisconsin defense an extra week to kind of break you down and, 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 and find some, some weaknesses up there, that that's a problem. And then on the other side as well, you have a Wisconsin team that is one of the worst teams in the country in the red zone this year. Only two teams in the country have a worse red zone touchdown percentage, uh, scoring percentage rather uh, than the Badgers do right now. So I, I, I'm with you. I, it, it, may, it may not be the best number at 40, 45 and a half right now, but um I still think that's a, that, that's a good number. I can very easily see this somewhere in the, the 24, 20 type range, just like you thought. Hey, Chris, sometimes you have to close your eyes, bite down, and just believe in Jack. Notre Dame money line. That's the play. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Speak it into existence, Sean. I, I've got uh, there. Uh, you know, I always hear about his traveling on his pod with Stanford Steve because, the, you know, he flies to college game day, then he's flying with. Herbie to wherever they're going that night this week. It'll be Norman. Then he's flying back. So I've got a bear-like travel itinerary flying after the show Friday to Chicago, watching the game, turning around, flying home. So I speak it into existence, Sean. Right. I need that it's win. It's going to happen, Bear. Make sure you say it Saturday, Notre Dame money line. He's not going to do that. <laughs> I will say I might throw, throw a little in there on that. You don't, you don't want to hear about my travel today with the – with a nice three and a half hour delay, and it was it was it was fun. I'm literally just getting to the hotel in Chicago right now. I can only imagine. I'll say this though, big picture, it looks like the year of the underdog. It looks like this is David. You look at all the normal Goliaths. Clemson's already lost. Ohio State's already lost. You know, teams that normally dominate. You guys are going to Norman, Oklahoma. Even though they're undefeated, they don't look dominant. What's the reasoning behind that, Chris? And what underdogs do you think are going to ultimately be able to make it into the college football playoff when this is all said and done? Uh, 
I, I think with in Oklahoma's sake, I, I think there are a couple of things there. Uh, first, I think is people were putting and just assuming Spencer Rattler was going to be just like Kyler Murray and just like Baker Mayfield and, and just like Jalen Hurts, and he's just not. Uh, I, I think that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is their offensive line is not up to up to snuff what it's been the last couple of years. And I think the other thing is it kind of dates back to the end of last year where I think people were expecting the Oklahoma team that beat that Florida JV team that, that Dan Mullen and the Gators were out there in the bowl game. So I, I think everybody had a little bit of a higher expectation in Oklahoma just because of that recency bias. So uh, they're a team that has actually lost a ton of games as north of the two-touchdown favorite the last couple of years. So uh, we'll, we'll see if they get if they uh, get up for this one on Saturday. But if we're looking for – I know they're not really an underdog right now to make the playoff, but it was someone uh, people asked me about is if I couldn't take one of the four big teams to make the playoff, who would I take? And it would have been Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I know, that, I, know, I, know, I know that 51 price is long gone uh, on the Ducks, but, uh, but I think that with that win over Ohio State in their back pocket, uh, they have to rate higher in the pecking order over Ohio State, and they certainly have to rate higher in the pecking order over Clemson, uh, with Clemson not having a marquee win. So uh, I, I know they're number three or number four in the country right now, but I still think Oregon is kind of underrated and a little bit uh, disregarded in terms of being able to, to make the college football playoff. Yeah, earlier this week they were plus 190. Ohio State was plus 175. It made no sense to me. I mean, if it comes down to it, even if Oregon stubbed their toe, Head to head, they beat them on their on their on their field without their best yeah. player. I mean, that's the thing we always hear, Chris, about the committee. Oh, but they didn't have this player trying to figure out ways. Oregon went there, beat them, and didn't have their best player. So there, there's really no way if you're the committee and if it's twelve and one conference champ versus twelve and one conference champ, it kind of comes down to your colleague Taylor Twelman when he says, you know, what are we doing here? I mean that. That would be a what are we doing here moment. Oregon has to get in over Ohio State. No, 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 they do. And not only did they not have Thibodeau, they didn't have Justin Flo either. He's, he's, he and Sewell are their best linebackers. So, so yeah, that, that was an awesome win by Barrio and the Ducks. And, and it's interesting. Sean was saying before, like, he set it up well. Like, two of the teams from last year's playoff already have losses. Notre Dame has not looked great. Like, no. and, and, then there, and then there's Alabama. So, so, so. So certainly uh, it, it does look like we could get uh, a couple of new teams in the playoff this year, which, which, which would be great for college football because I, I think you have a lot of great people out there who just want to see someone other than Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State in there in the, uh, in, in the playoff again. Staying right there and where we're at, this is why I'm rooting for Notre Dame. <laughs> Cincinnati needs Notre Dame see, to be undefeated I knew it. next week. I knew it. Because that's their only hope, because Indiana ended up not being that good. But I brought up something yesterday on the show, and it's probably going to sound crazy. But there's a non-Power 5 team that if they go undefeated, they will have seven wins against Power 5 schools. And that is BYU. What happens if they run the table this year? Do they get in? Well, well, it's interesting. With BYU, I think people... And this was something that we had to remind people of last year. Like BYU is not technically a group of five teams, so they would get one of the uh, at-larges for that general at-large pool, which they certainly could. Uh, we'll see if they can make it through. The, 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 it's funny. I brought up a conversation this week uh, about the group of five, and I'm trying. To, I'm starting to make the argument in the case that that Fresno State might be the best group of five team. Uh, like like they, they have been much more impressive, I think, in what they've done nearly going to Austin 
and, and beating beating Oregon, and then go to the Rose Bowl last week and, and beating a top fifteen uh, UCLA team. Uh, I think that what, what they've done so far, resume wise, is more impressive than Cincinnati going to Indiana and Indiana fumbling the ball away, and then a terrible targeting call put the uh, uh, put put, uh, put IU behind the hip ball. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. There's a lot of football to play, but I agree with you, Sean. Uh, it, it's, UC is a massive Notre Dame fan on Saturday. Uh, it just, like I said, step A was beating Indiana. Step B was going to be meeting an undefeated Notre Dame team. So we'll see if they get it. Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, by the way, Indiana, who I know uh, Chris has a love-hate relationship with, <laughs> Hoosiers, just be wary. Uh, my guy Bailey Zappi is going to be zipping it around the field down there <laughs> under the lights game. in Bowling Green. I'm just saying. Dangerous game. Yep. Plus nine seems uh, – I already played it, so uh, it's pretty tasty there to take those points in a sandwich spot. Penn State next week. I love me some Western Kentucky. All right, Chris, we only got an, a minute left, so I know you've got plays written up on ESPN.com. You'll have the big board there on uh, on Saturday. Give us Give us your favorite play in the final minute here. Uh, Mississippi State getting the two and a half at home. Looks like Stigling isn't playing. Um, I, I like double. I like UTSA as well quite a bit. Uh, you look at that Memphis box score last week, a couple of non-offensive touchdowns, outgained by over 200 yards. UTSA is probably uh, the best team in Conference USA. And I like Syracuse tomorrow, and I get Yeah. I mean, I don't think people realize that they're a top 25 team nationally. In terms of like defensive efficiency, I'm not sure the the Malik Willis one man show is going to go up there and win by a touchdown. What what is what is what does UTSA say? say? Meep, meep meep meep. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, UTSA, <laughs> love it, love it. Hey Chris, enjoy Chicago. Uh, I'll just be yelling your name uh, when I get off Ignore the plane. Ignore him, Chris. <laughs> make, 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 make a big sign for me. I, I, I'll, I'll say, he likes UTSA. There he is, Chris Felica, College Game Day, Stanford Steve, and the Bear. We got news. J.C. Horn, not great. It is the nightcap here on VC. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.